to work, go high. This song's not like any song you know, ho high, ho high, ho high, ho high. Ho high, and welcome back to the mine. This is episode 10 of the Out of the Minds podcast. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper. And I am Chris Burnett. <gasps> A guest! They exist. They do exist. We have friends. There is audio proof. I'm, I am back again. Um, so, but back on track, we all participated in uh, some tournaments over the weekend, didn't we? Uh, yes, three tournaments between the three of us, actually. Yeah, so first up uh, was the the Gold Squadron podcast event. Uh, the Dagobah event. Uh, and I was there for day one, and not for day two, because I don't usually make day twos. Nope, I had a cutting plan for my my tournament GSP, which was do well. Get an invite, but don't make the cut, because unfortunately, Sam and I had already pre-booked some uh, real life on Sunday, but more on that in a bit. Um, so yeah, Dagobah. Uh, spoiler alert, I went three and three uh, at this event, and, it stu- and I took a droid swarm, because whilst I know that the top list is Zamgo, or Zam with a bug and Grievous, I guess, like, take your pick of which one is the best of those... I don't actually really like flying the fire sprays that much, so I decided to go back to Separatist Roots and bring a droid swarm. A pile of bombers with plasma torps and a pile of vultures with discord missiles, and I'll see where I go. Obviously, I had probes and struts and all that fun. Uh, and it started what? off great. Um, my first matchup was against Zamgo, and I utterly crushed it. Which, um, to be honest, I'd like to say isn't surprising because your list was a combat to when double fire sprays run by scum the original ones uh, yeah. were, were high and around so um your list was always going to be good against them so it's natural that it's good against the fire sprays uh and yeah that went quite well um i have a feeling my opponent he wasn't super confident in the double fire spray list um he basically fed one fire spray to my droid swarm the one turn, and I killed the fire spray, and then he fed the second fire spray into the droid swarm. Oof. Um, yeah, that's not much I can say. It was it was quite a handy victory. I think I ended up winning something like 200 to 50. Um, and then it all went downhill from there, as I faced off against a really nice Imperial list with Echo... Uh, Major Vinder and Captain Kagi, and the reason this rinsed me is that Kagi's ability to just sort of say, hey, all those locks on my friendly ship, they're all coming to me, and he shut off all of my munitions for most of the game. Because Kagi was basically hiding across the board, and whenever I, when, basically whenever I was wanting to fire mis- uh, my torpedoes at either Vinder or Echo, it was impossible. A, because Echo is a phantom and they're all very hard to catch. And B, because I was never able to actually get target locks onto anyone. Uh, and that was a relatively um, devastating loss. I think I, I managed to kill Vinda and I halved Echo, but that's about it. Uh, and then I ran into a uh, bunch of Fangs and Bosk, and they shredded me. Absolutely annihilated me. Bosk's ability to make every... Bo- it was Bosk with Greedo, nothing else. Just Bosk with Greedo, and Bosk's ability to make... 
um one of his hits a crit and then if it goes through it's always a direct hit against vulture droids is a really reliable way of annihilating vulture droids um and i'm not really sure what else to do. like he also had a couple of fangs as backup and as i i sort of knew this beforehand but like fangs are really good against vultures because it's quite hard for me to get them at range two and once they get into range one three dice on three for me with concordia face off is really bad and they have four dice on two um there's not much i can do about that and then uh so i'm suddenly down one two uh i um was like okay there's still hope and the next game was four i won fangs and a generic quad jumper with gleb for the coordinate shenanigans and i got rushed down and annihilated uh yeah i was able to kill a couple of fangs i think i spread my I, uh, my problem here is i spread my fire a little bit too much uh, and the fangs were just able to dance around. One big thing I did notice um, is that I was running at 200-200, and all of the people who were running fangs were like 199 or 198. Uh, and it really, really hurt for me to not be moving first before the fangs. Because uh, I'm used to being the one blocking people, not the one getting blocked, uh, and the fangs basically getting to go wherever they please, always have mods, and are usually shooting at something at range one. Uh, yeah, and that was a, a bit of a, a sad disaster. But, it's, this is where it all comes good, right Sam? This is where it all starts to come together. Uh, you know what the sad thing is? I can't actually remember what the last two lists I faced were. Um, believe... if, only, if only it was ET where you could actually look it up oh no right yeah it's a shame <laughs> I should probably go have a, do, have a look at that let me have a, let me have a quick sneaky peek <laughs> well, I know oh. one of them was like hand, it was like it was like rebel sixes I remember, I remember I can't believe I forgot this one so my opponent for the fifth round and this is the weirdest game I've ever played uh, was uh, it was an, uh, it was a republic. It was Anakin. It was crit meme Anakin in the Eta with three Y wings, uh, Goji and two Red Squadron um, bombers, and they all had ion cannon turret. All had R fours, thermal depths, and delayed fuses. And I was like, oh, it's that thing where Goji gives everyone like six defense dice. This is going to be an annoying slog to get through. Uh, and then crit me mannequin with a stealth device r7a7 all that jazz and i was, I was just thinking oh my lord this is gonna be painful if anakin can have like potentially seven agility on the turn if he times it right um but it was a bit interesting he sort of 50 50 jousted me it was it was weird he sort of like advanced i i advanced slowly towards me i uh, I set up. I set up where I, I set up. He set up in the opposite corner, and I basically turned all my swarm in and raced along my edge of the board and to try and rapidly jump onto him. And he kind of turned into the middle of the board. And I, I, I thought, oh, he's going to be just. He's going to start running away, and I'm going to have to go into thermals. This is going to be a slog. But all, all three of his Y-Wings then sort of moved into the middle of the board and I was able to missile and get all of my ships shooting at him. Meanwhile, Anakin was sort of doing like one hard barrel roll, system phase barrel roll, one hard in the top corner. I, I think Anakin shot once in the game. 
he did, was constantly playing this weird keep away in the corner and it was it was a little bizarre and then Anakin came into the fight after I'd killed all three of the Y-Wings and it was Anakin versus a single it was single Anakin versus seven ships yeah so my final match was against uh, Scum. So it wasn't Rebel Sixes, it was like Scum Sixes. It was Fenrau with Fearless, Kane and Jarrus and the Hawk, and Han Solo, a, tricked, a pr- pretty tricked out Han Solo in the freighter, with like, you know, Trickshot and Zam, and Greedo, Kira, and Lando. So for those juicy, juicy, juicy shots. Uh, and this sort of went about as well as it possibly could have done. I moved up the centre of the board, Han like target locked a rock landed on the rock because he was going to use it to be trick shots kanan was just there reducing or potentially going to reduce the attacks in and then fenrau was flanking except on the turn that fenrau flanked he went through a debris cloud took a crit and was sat in front of my entire swarm um stressed uh and i killed fenrau because i was at range two with everything and then i killed kanan uh during all this uh Han, he'd moved onto the rock that he'd target locked Akira, and he tried to boost around even further, but his boost took him onto another rock, so he got cancelled, so he was stressed, um, and wasn't able to do anything shenanigans-wise. Uh, he then flew onto a different rock that he hadn't locked, so then he took, a, he took a damage and wasn't shooting. I killed Kanan, and I had the entire sword shooting down Han. And, like, the last couple of games were basically... I was given lots of targets to attack. Although I do know what I what my big learning point from uh, this and and what the Sunday tournament is like. The droid swarm don't try and do anything fancy. You just want to do the straightforward stuff. Like being too tricky with a droid swarm can sort of backfire because you need a lot of um, close synergy and. Uh, and timing it with your get, like getting the locks to turn before you start shooting and if you start doing tricky things it might ruin your like turns timing like for example like for example what i mean by that is like instead of just i would always deploy in the corner and usually i'd go sort of straight up the board and then turn in when i have the opportunity but sometimes i'd be like aha i'll turn and go along my bottom of the board and that'll be fine uh but that usually ended up backfiring because the ships weren't in the right positions to turn in properly or my opponents would catch me like uh, catch me at an angle where I'd have to bank to get shots and the droid swarm doesn't like banking um, but that is my Saturday tournament Sean what was your experience because I'm pretty sure it was better than mine right anyway yes so my Saturday um I I was continuing, as our regular listeners will know, my dive into the Resistance faction after two years of pain with the Republic. Um, and a few people that I know on Discord have been giving me some advice, um, because obviously I'm not very familiar. Um, and I ended up taking a variation of McJousty, uh, which is basically... Uh, two generic Red Squadron experts, uh, both with Heroic and one with... Bear with me while I pull up my list, because I can't remember exactly what the droid is called. It's the R68. Reroll uh, droid. R68, which uh, basically allows you re-rolls for however many 
friendly bullseyes you've got on the target. Uh, Jessica Parva with foils, uh, Rose in the pod, and Finn with heroic in the pod. And yeah, um, first round, uh, I came up against some separatists, uh, but luckily not the bad separatists. Uh, a couple of Onderon oppressor gunships with cluster missiles and ion missiles and stabilizers, and one with probe droids. Uh, a Skaran Ace with Impervium Plating, and then Grievous with Impervium Plating and Soulless One. Uh, and what can I say about this one? We jousted. I killed the gunships. I managed to get a couple of blocks on Grievous and kill him, and then I just started chasing down the 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 ace, and uh, that was one nil. Uh, my second game was against Warthog uh, and three arcs. Um, all had synchronized console. One of the arcs had ion torpedoes. Uh, and Warthog had Wolfpack and Barrage Rockets. Uh, again, we jousted. Um, I managed to kill Warthog, I think, in two turns. Uh, and then, because the bulk of my list is moving after the arcs, um, I was just able to, to swing in and almost effectively kill an arc around you know, th- multiple three-dice shots against one agility ships. It's going to going to plink through them i was managing to get the majority of my list onto the same target each turn so yeah some some nice wins um and two nil and uh this is where it takes my turn to the to the dark side uh and i got for round three some first order aces uh triple silences well aces compared to my list anyway uh so rush with automated targeting uh, target priority um, recoil with Predator and Kylo with Extreme Maneuvers. That sounds nasty. And yeah, um, I lost zero two hundred. Oh dear! Absolutely smashed my MOV. I was like, who was that um, against? Uh, Cody Wood. Okay. And uh, he flew very well. Um, and I just wasn't able to get arcs on people and then the few times I did Kylo just rolls three evades constantly so yay um, I, this this game is probably where I had my biggest one of my two biggest mistakes of the day uh, and I there was a turn where Recoil was facing the board edge at an angle uh, and basically had to do a one hard while stressed to to stay on, uh, which obviously isn't blue in the silencer. And I didn't clock that. And, or I didn't clock that it wasn't blue. Um, and I was turning the other you way. To, I turned the other way to try and catch Kylo. Um, and my mistake there was it wasn't so much not knowing that the dial was blue. I'm not one of these people who can know every dial but we've all played tts long enough that we've shared all their gizmos i've got the maneuver card that you drop on the ship that tells you the dial i if i'm pretty sure i did that i should have been looking at it because then i would have looked at it and gone okay yeah that's the only thing he can do i could have turned i think at least four of my ships 
four the four T seventy no sorry three T seventies and Rose, and get Ark on that, and I didn't, and it severely cost me because he did a lot of damage in the in the end game. So yeah, that was some that was some pain, and lunch came two one up, so still still reasonably happy. Um, it's better than Sam's odds. Well, yeah. So back from lunch in game four, uh, and I've got a Malaris swarm with two FOs. And... Before uh, <laughs> lunch started, so I got a nice long lunch. And uh, three SFs. Ooh. And uh, no, this one went quite well for me, purely because I think I got decent range control. My opponent. He wasn't flying them really tight. Uh, they were reasonably spread out. And the first engagement, I got a couple of range two shots on, I think, one on the, an FO, one on an FSF, uh, that weren't in range of um, Malarus, so weren't getting re-rolls on the return, uh, return attacks. And, uh, yeah, it's just... I ended up having the opportunity to pretty much pick off one or two ships at a time without taking much return fire until the sort of mid to late game when and by that time I think I'd killed three or four of the uh, of the ties and it's suddenly a lot less dangerous. Uh, so that put me back up to three one. Well done. Um, game. F- Five was against uh, five gunships, uh, all with stabilizers, um, two with ion missiles, and one with probe droids and K2B4. Uh, and this again was just a case of, I... um, so yeah, we um we didn't quite joust. We I set up in the opposite corner, sort of meandered through the rocks a bit, let him come towards me a little bit and sort of basically managed to take on half half his list at a time um, and that, that was good I could, again getting lots of dice onto one agility ships and then I knew he was going to side slip his stabilisers were open and I was looking at it um, and I realised that at this point I just 4k all the X-Wings because no matter which way he goes on the stabilisers, they're still going to be in arc. And the great thing about Majesty is the majority of the ships have some way of passively modding their attacks. So if they do need to cater and all they bump, it's not just on variants. Which I'd argue is one of the um one of the strong points of the list. So yeah, uh, that ended up being a win, and four-one uh, at this point. I'm really happy. I'm thinking, hell, if I can, if I can win the last one, that uh, that's the cut. That's the cut, and then I'm going to have to very politely turn down the cut. But uh, it's the best hey. feeling. But yeah, so uh, went into round six, uh, and I got some Galactic Empire um, and an Omicron Lambda with Palp. Uh, Ryad in the Defender with Lone Wolf and a Predator Suntir. And uh, spoilers, I I lost this one. Uh, and my mistake, I think, was target priority, 
because I know it would be difficult to, to catch the defender, and I know it would be difficult to catch Sintir. So I just gunned at the Lambda. I thought, if I can kill the Lambda, it's going to give me some points. It's going to remove Emperor Palpatine, so the Lambda's not just sat in a corner giving out force all the time. Um, and I did kill it, but the Reinforce really helps it stay alive. And I think it took two, maybe three engagements to get through it. And by the time I'd done that, I'd lost, I think, two T-70s in rows. Um, and I think it was, yeah, the generic without the droid and Parva. And I'd lost rows. So all of a sudden, I'm thin and one generic with some re-rolls against Ryad and Suntir. And that didn't go very well. Yeah, because also I'd imagine the re-rolls, you probably weren't likely to be lining up bullseyes when you only no. have two ships. No, exactly. Yeah, so it limits my, my mods. And Finn spent the entire day rolling one blank, one focus. Thanks, Finn. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, ended the day 4-2. Um, I ended up in 39th position, which I was actually very happy with. Um, it's it's the best performance I've had at a tournament probably for the last 12 months. Um, I've been struggling to go 3-3 recently. It's been a lot of 2-4s, so that was a nice turnaround. Um, the list very much helped. It's It's good at surviving mistakes, whereas Jedi are not. Um... So yeah, um, finished 39th, uh, I think I finished 5th resistance list, so managed to pick up a top 8 in faction pin, I was quite happy about that. Uh, and then it turns out the, the crowning bit is there were enough roll downs in the top cut that I re should receive, I've not received yet, but should receive an invite for the Alderaan final. Excellent, that's great news. And uh, we will keep you posted on Sam because we did a quick tot up, and we believe Big Sam up. is. <laughs> we believe I Sam is forty fourth, so I wasn't that far behind no, you. No, I was bottom of the two fours. You were damn near top of the two. Well, I wasn't. I was like third from bottom of the two fours. You were third from top of the two fives, three threes. Sorry, um, two fives. <laughs> So yeah, I see you um, played an extra couple of rounds. <laughs> we uh, we believe, unfortunately, Sam is the first person not to get an invite. But, but it is what it is. We will we will wait for for Dion's official list because you may well sneak in there. And yeah, so that was us sat in front of the computer for for many hours. Um, and while we were doing that, uh, Chris was having some some different kind of X-wing fun. And speaking of invites, uh, two were up for two were up for each uh, pod at uh, each of the heats run by Curtain Games in in Creditor. And so um, they were doing three heats over the weekend: two on the Saturday, and was planned to do two on the well four, two on the Saturday, and then planned to do two on the Sunday. Um, and I went on the Saturday because I thought. Do you know what? Let's not do friendly fire on the Sunday. There's two other tins going. I'll go on the Saturday, maximise the chance of tins we're trying to get through. Obviously, Sam will do his best to just near enough make it. Um, and then I uh, I went along um, 
in height of what's been going on in last year. I expected to see loads of swarms and generics and just all sorts of nonsense um, and went along and I was uh, quietly refreshed to uh, see that the Southwest has not embraced the stupid and just brings what they want to use and what they enjoy, which was nice. Um, and so yeah, I went along on the Saturday. I was in pod one and I had five games and uh, versus because we're in two pods of six so I had five games because we play everyone in pod and so the first game I had was against Matt Vickery from the Dark Stars in Plymouth and I took Ray and Benny because uh, I've been doing alright with it uh, it's what I kind of know I've used it fairly, fairly relatively semi-successfully in a lot of events like done better in others and not in others but I'm getting better with it learning where I need to position myself, how to set up the rocks, and what to do. Um, and yeah, he comes in with pretty much one of my worst matchups of triple Imperial Aces. He brought Whisper, Echo, and then Rex the Bruff. Uh, so all quite manoeuvrable. Um, probably going to struggle to see any of them. And true enough. Um, so in light of that, I set it up. I uh, played quite cagely, uh, hugged down one edge. Went up another edge before I even thought of engaging. I learned a lot from a game against Liam um, with how not to engage aces. Um, and then, yeah, this one, actually, I made a big mistake, which then I realised for the rest of the day, was uh, remember your own triggers and what your own abilities can give you to do. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. You forgot triggers on Rave Eddie? Yes. You've been playing that list for, like, what, almost two years now? No, year um, and a half. Year and a half. A year. A year. Oh. It's about a year. Yes. And you're going to laugh when you hear which one it was. Um, oh, please tell me it was Finn. No, no, nothing like that. I, no, I was hoping it was, it was um, Perceptive Copilot, but... No, no, it was... Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, Ray moved, and I had... I was perfectly lined up with my arc forward and rear, but unfortunately, I had Whisper at range one of me in my side. Uh, or was it Echo? One of the two. And then the other one was at range two of me. Both then having shots into my side arc, which is bad, as anyone who plays Ray would know that it would be bad. And I was stressed at the time, so I didn't do anything. But I only had one stress token. And I didn't do anything. And for regular people who would use Ray, or a faced Ray, no what I should have done and I should have boosted <laughs> because I can because I had the title and I didn't boost so then I took I think it was 6 damage in the end from the 7 dice and that pretty much I honestly thought I'd lost the game there and then um, and just in that one thing if I'd boosted I'd have got out of both arcs and there's a strong chance that I would have then been able to shoot out the back as well so just that there is a perfect example of know what your own list can do and try and remember it at all times. Um, but that was just going back into real life X-Wing um, for one of the first games in a long time in a competitive environment against... Uh, it was quite a high intensity match, um, although it wasn't meant to be. It always is against uh, me and the Vickeries. Um, and But yeah, so a bit more to and fro in. 
um, Matt got himself into a position or two where it allowed me to chip away at him and come back at it. And then in the end, uh, on the one of the last turns, I managed to get ahead in the points. And I believe I had Venny left on the half, who was then able to just stay alive um, and not give up any points. So that was a really close game. And then I was up against... Trying to remember... I was up against uh, Christian Lilly uh, from Curtin All Stars. And he brought uh, Swarm, which was uh, two M3As with heavy laser cannons, two M3As with ion torpedoes, Sunnybounder naked, and then two Z95s with thread tracers. And that's quite a lot. Of, that's a lot of ships for me to face. And with the thread tracers and the large bases, uh, it means the ion torpedoes are going to do something and it means the heavy laser cannons have more chance to trigger and they did he got a few shots in i got lucky in the first couple of turns i got rid of sunny bounder within the first shooting phase um sunny blanked out and didn't have any defensive mods um because they're barrel rolled um christian forgot about my trajectory simulator and i managed to get quite a few uh, ships damaged at least um, from Venny. Venny was constantly chipping away with the bombs over the seismics or the protons. And then in the end I managed to keep chipping away and then on the last turn I felt really bad because he still had three ships on the board but by the end of that turn he had no ships on the board. Uh, Ray Ray finished off a half-elf ship and then Venny with two shots killed the other two. It was a complete, utter... Uh, horrible situation for him I think so I felt quite bad but that was a good solid win and then I went and played just looking at the list trying to remember I then played Mark Packer Hughes um, from the IGC up in Somerset and he brought Ray and Poe uh, which obviously had a better bid than me so my Ray was going first which then I leveraged a bit to my... I managed to box... I did, did the same strategy sort of again of not wanting to engage at any point on my terms. Um, if it did end up going to final salvo, I was prepared to do that because we were on the same dice. <laughs> I'd rather do that than uh, just rush in and try and chase him down. Um, so, yeah, we went around. I went up the edge again. He kind of came in thinking I wasn't going to do that with Poe. I think maybe and then um i did manage to box poe in who had nowhere to go with a stress token no tokens landed range one of ray who did punch him hard and put five damage through Jesus. which um and then uh yeah uh so poe was hurting them and up until then i'd been putting i'd been chipping away at his ray so his ray was losing the damage race against mine which meant i knew that as long as i could keep that going then my ray would be then surviving. Got rid of his ray. And then it was my ray, pretty much on full, against Poe, who had one. And he managed to get my ray either down to half or nearly down to half. Because uh, with Super Poe's overdrive thruster, he kept uh, managing to barrel roll out of an arc into my side arc or 
things like that. Like we were probably in range five at one point. I'd done a sloop, and I then came in two bank, and then I boosted, and then he then came in and he was able to barrel roll across my base. Like it was that close. Jesus. Like the amount of movement Poe can have is just crazy. Um, but I managed to at the end, and he was constantly chipping away at me at this point. And so I was quite worried I was going to lose the game. Mark was playing it really well. He was growing into the role. And then instead of taking the obvious three sloop or something like that, I then um, I actually two hearted uh, to the to the right hand side and then exposing my rear gun, knowing that there was no way he could have got out of that arc with the way the direction of travel was going to go. If I'd slooped either way, he would have had a chance to get out of it. Um, but with the two, the two hard, um, he was always going to be in my rear arc, even if he boosted and barrel rolled, which he tried. Uh, but then he had no tokens, and I managed to just chip through uh, the one damage that I needed. So that was uh, that game. Um, so it's going well. I'm three and zero. And then I meet uh, Steve Dopey Bosley and uh, his three E wings, one of which is Garvin, uh, Gavin, even. And they've all got ion torpedoes, R3s, and fire controls. And you look at it and think, right, he can ion all of my ships with both of them. And he can lock both of them from turn one. Um, So, yeah, it was quite an interesting engagement. Uh, Steve delayed his, I delayed mine. Uh, He didn't even take locks straight away. And then... We then got the engagement. I started chipping away. He started hitting me. Uh, then Ray Ray went down first. He um, managed to get quite a lot of uh, crits through from Gavin's ability uh, from all three of them. And Ray ended up going down first. And then it was Venny against two. Uh, one of the E-Wings then died. And then it was Venny versus an E-Wing. And it on the last turn, faced with a choice because I'd at one point I'd had the crit of the ion crit, so I had to turn in because otherwise I'd have walked myself off the board. So in preparation of that, but then I was coming back in with stress, um, heading back in towards the board. At this point, I had managed to get the E wing halved. Uh, he had halved Venny, but then because of the way the work points worked out, I was then technically leading. So all I had to do was survive the last turn because time had been cooked and then I'd have won. Um, but I was faced with a choice. And this is and this was uh, about choices during the game. And so I'll be interested to know on your choices. You have two health left. You have a stress token, so you can't stop. You're right in front of a debris cloud. The only way you can clear that debris cloud is doing a too hard heading towards the, where the ship is that you know you don't want to take damage from or get a shot from. Do you take, do you go over that debris and just hope and pray that it doesn't trigger your hull breaches that you've got two of? <laughs> or do you do the too hard? What would you do? You go over the debris because it wouldn't affect the hull breach because the only thing you're going to take a damage on is a crit anyway. Yeah. Would you take the chance of even if he didn't turn in, you rolling that crit and one, then. One and eight, yeah, I and think. And then I... dying. Honestly? Okay. Yeah. Cause you, Sam, well, if, if if you don't turn in towards the ship, does the ship get a sh- does, does the E wing get a shot? The E wing gets a shot if he does a three hard. 
so if you go straight, the the E-wing won't get a shot. No, no. It was literally a case of the only move, the only move that the E-wing gets a shot is the move that you do to clear yourself from oh, then, not giving then the advice of not choice. Then you go over the debris cloud, uh, absolutely, because like. A one in eight chance of dying. I think you're better. You've got better odds of surviving that than if you let the E-wing shoot at you, because you don't have the focus on the defense, right? Because you'd still be stressed. Yeah. Um, and... Oh yeah, no, I, I'd have been fine yeah. if uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Spoilers. Uh, I did the too hard because okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to give the dice the opportunity to kill me, kill me for um, before he did because there was a chance he was never going to turn in as well. Okay. Yeah, I guess that is true. Um. And so I did it. He then three-hearted round and then took a focus. So I'm at range three of him. I've then got two health. Uh, he's only got a focus. He didn't have a target lock. All I've got to do is survive that. And I didn't. Uh, he got three three hits. In fact, no, he got two hits through. And I didn't roll a single paint on my two dice. And obviously I didn't, couldn't have Benny's ability because I didn't have any green tokens. So... Unfortunately, Fanny died on the last turn, so that was a loss. Although it Eesh. could very, it could very, it could like like a couple of the games had gone so far today, it could very easily have been a win. And that's what I will say that all the games were really close and they were really good. But in future, I might actually take the opportunity of just denying the shot and take the one and eighth chance. Um, so that was something I learned. And then I went into a game against Mark Smith, another Dark Star, who brought two YT two four hundreds. One was Dash, and one is Lebo, and he basically charged straight across the table, four straight, four straight, like ran straight into me. Both the guns out the front. Lebo had hand solo, so he was shooting initiative seven, and Dash was double tap Bistan. Ray went terrifying. Yeah, I set up separate. Um, thinking Ray could come in and flank, thinking he would like do the hard turn thing and come round shooting to the side. Or like rotate for turn one, like kind of thing, and then do shooting to the side. But he didn't, because he came straight across. Venny was caught kind of on the back of a feet. Ray went for the hard flank and went for the really hard flank. So where I should have like done a two bank over some debris and then like boosted my way around that way. And then would have been in the fight at least a turn quicker. Um that was a mistake. But that was kind of because that was unexpected play. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was that was a really interesting game. Um, unfortunately, uh, Ray started hitting seven bells, as did Venny. Um, Venny started taking away uh, clouds for Dash to hide on, move over, things like that, that extra splash damage. I managed to split them both up and focus on one at a time. So I managed to get Dash gone before then. I had to focus on Lebo. But that was a good close game. But then that, fin that was me finished on 4-1. And so to kind of wrap this up, because I know I've been rabbiting, um, I managed to finish 4-1. And so did Dopey. And because so, uh, he lost... It was basically then... he His last game was against Mark Packer Hughes. And Mark had to beat him to make him be a 4-1 as well. And then my MOV, as it turned out in the end, was higher... Um, and so that only by virtue of that, uh, then that was me. I was in first place on the day, um, but me and me and Steve, uh, we both uh, got got through to the finals uh, from our heat. 
So that was that, really. Um, Congra so I'm really congratulations. Happy. I'm really happy about that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the final. And then leading on, I believe you two were part of Part Heat 3. Yeah, so... Uh... Yeah. Do you want to take the first round? Because you have... Well, or do we need the most successful one to last? Spoiler alert, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, essentially, uh, we, we Chris had given us the down low and what so, the, the sort of meta we might expect. And so it's like, all right, no swarms. Sneakily looking at each other that I'd brought a droid swarm and Sean's ringing McJousty. So there was definitely going to be two more swarms uh, uh, at this one. Turns out there was another uh, as well. Turns out there was another. There was seven fireballs brought by an absolute mad lad. But uh, um, no, no dead man switches. All with R4s and a couple of thread tracers. Yeah. That is, I did see that and that was really interesting. And it was, oh, yeah. there were so many. Curtain couldn't even fit them all on the screen on the overlay for ages. I never got to play that list and I was a little sad about that. Uh, but we'll get to that later because uh, interesting stuff happened. So, my my first game, I was against essentially an Imperial AC list. It was a really hefty Rex Labarath with like heavy laser cannon, custom missiles, advanced sensors, and Duke, uh, and two Inquisitors with hate, Magpulse warheads, and fucking um, passive sensors. Uh, and it went really badly for me. Well, it didn't go really bad. Like it went like it was like a, the end score was like one hundred and seventy five to like ninety eight. I got re I killed a t I killed one of the Inquisitors and I got Rexler down to one hull. Uh, and what completely shut me down was the Magpul's warheads. I I would get my locks and my opponent would be like, oh, okay, so I'll take my lock on the guys who have the Magpul the plasma locks, uh, and I'll throw three dice against your two, uh, and I'll just I'll throw three hits. Oh, you can't stop it. You take a crit, a deplete, and a jam, uh, and I'll jam off your lock. And so he sort of blunted my offense uh, against the hefty three agility ships, and Rexler kind of went to town on my vultures and hyenas. Uh, I did take, like I said, I, I did take down one of the Inquisitors, and uh, I got Rexler down to one hull, and it was painfully close to dying. Uh, but I looked down at the end, and I'd fired like one plasma torpedo out of the six I had available to me, so it wasn't great. Uh, so I was feeling a little bit despondent. Uh, however, I had a, my for my round two opponent. I had a buy, so I was back to one one at the end of round two. Yeah, it was great. Uh, well done, well done on your successful win. Yep, it was great. I I managed to completely cream the buy, uh, and then I got into round three, and my opponent was Zango. Uh, and I was thinking, all right, this should this should go all right. Like Zango is a pretty good matchup for. Um, the droid swarm, and I know exactly what I'm doing, uh, and I won 200-0. That is brutal. Uh, I think my opponent fired twice the entire game. He dealt two damage to a hyena bomber, and that was it. It was... It, w it, 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 it was a game. It ended very, very quickly, uh, and I had an extra like 40-minute break. Uh, but I won't go into that too much. Essentially, he's fed the fire sprays into my list one at a time. Would you say that he used fire sprays a lot? Like, no. was he new to fire spray? Um, uh, it's, the way he was he did, he was reading his cards when he was playing, he he tried to cross-map Dooku. Yeah, it was, it was the same with, with my match against him. It, it looked like he was sort of reading the cards and getting to grips with the list as he was playing. Right, okay. As opposed Who to, was like, it? As opposed to something he's um, regularly played. 
I can't remember his name, but it, it definitely felt like he was like, I need a list for this tournament, and someone said Zango's really good. Right, okay. Um, and so that, it, well, it, there's a tip yeah. there then, isn't it? Go with what you know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes knowing what you you know, knowing what you're flying is better than just picking up the the metalist of metalists. Uh, but most importantly, round four was me versus Sean, and uh, we'll wait. We'll let Sean's story catch up to this before we go into it into depth. Um, and I won't tell you the result. But uh, round five, the well, hang Zango. On. Why don't you stop now then, before oh, we, we know do. how yes. your day ends, and we can build into that. Oh yeah, Sean. How did your day go? Okay, mine's easy to sum up. I crushed all people. <laughs> Spoilers, I beat Sam. <laughs> uh, no, I meant up up until Sam. <laughs> oh, right, sorry, okay. Yeah, Up until Sam, I crushed it. No, crushing isn't fair, um, but I did win at that point. I was 3-0 and up, no buys. Um, the, I'd, faced the fire, uh, I'd faced the fire sprays, um, and yeah, uh, he shot more at me than he did at Sam, but I would argue that some of his target priority choices were questionable or at least not the ones i would have taken uh okay. and and that was a win the i played against the um fireballs, fireballs. um and i ba- they basically came at me one or two at a time in and i was able I to get that one on stream i was able to get a reasonable. I don't think I killed any of them, but I was able to get a reasonable amount of damage on three or four of them before we got into a sort of scrum. And then by the time we're in the, the scrum, because they're half damaged or more, it's easy to start picking them off before they can shoot at me. Yeah, that's fair. It's just a lot of them, and it's a lot of hull. Yeah. Uh, the third game was against the uh, Defender and the Inquisitors. And... Uh, I I got a lucky bump with Finn on a 4K with Ryad, uh, and it left him range. Sorry, Vexler left him range one tokenless in front of my entire squad, basically. Oh, um, so yeah. The turn before that, Rose had a range three shot that I think she planked two shields off, like two dice oh, against. Wow. Because uh, I don't think he'd done a fast manoeuvre so didn't have the evade. Um, but yeah, had plinked... Or maybe plinked one shield off, I'm not... But either way, had d- done a bit of damage and, yeah, then suddenly it's range one of Rose and three T70s, all with passive mods. They had focuses mm-hmm. anyway. It was... Yeah, that was a dead defender. And then it's just a case of... Um, was matching... that a planned block? Yes. I'd I'd moved and I'd sat there and cons- I'd sat there and considered the barrel roll to get the block because he had advanced sensors. So I thought you know, we could go for a boost or some or barrel roll maybe. Um, but I'd set it up in such a way that there wasn't really much of an out for that. Um, and I yeah I considered barrel rolling Finn, and I thought I I wasn't sure that made it. And if and if I had barrel rolled Finn, I think the four K would have fit just inside. Okay. It was literally it was millimeters the 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 bump happened, um, but it wasn't the bump into Finn because he couldn't get past Finn. He then bumped into his own Inquisitor. Okay, which is what left him at range one of 
or, or and right in bullseyes and everything of all my uh, yeah all my ships. No, that's good then. So that's a good thing to know. And then we had the um, so we had a discussion because he had the bid, and um, obviously we matched his his i three inquisitors matched the bulk of my squad, and it was a debate on whether on who goes first and. We we both thought in that situation there isn't a clear winner, because either he goes first, can use passives, can pick his targets, fire his stuff, or goes last and arc dodges. And I basically have the same thing. I can either go first, get mods, get blocks, and or arc dodge. Uh, and in the end, he made me first player, and I think that worked to my advantage. Because it allowed me to get blocks, it allowed me to... Basically, I was putting a lot of damage through where he was having to spend tokens, um, you know, okay. that he could have spent on defence. Um, and it was, you know, it was getting rid of focuses and just leaving him with that one force. Okay. But yeah, that's, so... Yeah, that's good then. So, uh, yeah. And so our, it comes up to our game. Because so, we've we've had this hang on, match. hang on, hang on. Oh. Let me guess. Sean crushed it. <laughs> no, I mean effectively, Sam... yes. No, Sam was by far my toughest opponent of the day. Which is funny because we play each other a lot, so we should know each other quite well by now. But um... to be fair, the Droid Swarm is quite a nasty. It's a nasty matchup for you because yeah. it's got a whole lot of munitions that are bad for your list. So I can see why. Yeah, it'll be a tough game for you. Because, but essentially, to cut it short, we we jaffed each other because we were like, we were basically sat across from each other. It's like we've never we've never actually like officially worked out which of our lists has the joust because it's gone fifty fifty whenever we like over the times we've tried it. So I was like, well, let's like let's let's joust because if there's one thing I've learned playing the droid swarm is if if I try to do anything fancy, it it backfires. Like a few of the times <laughs> I've lost to Sean's list has been me trying to outmaneuver him and like do like excessive range control like for like to get perfect range control which is not really possible uh so i went up my side of the board sean went along his side of the board and i turned in and we fought and it went really well for me at the start oh didn't it just and then you killed three vultures in one turn and it collapsed there was a (laughs) there was a point where i genuinely didn't think i was going to kill anything you were just plinking um, stuff off, and oh, and so here's, I guess, the interesting point of debate is because in in this particular game, I decided I was going to try and maximise the plasmas, and by what I mean by that is plasmas deal the most damage when they're hitting shielded targets. So I, instead of what I've what I've done before, is where I basically, regardless of whether it has shields or not, focus fire. I, per- knowing that all the T70s had lots of shields, I purposely fired plasmas at different targets to try and strip the shield in one attack. And then I could burst down the hull with the less, with the northern. I'm thinking that was probably a mistake because what it ended up with was a bunch of T70s on uh, low hull. I think I think one of you guys is on one and one was on two. But if there had been one or two dead T70s, maybe the game is different. Yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it was close until it very suddenly wasn't. And I feel that's just... Honestly, that seems to have sometimes that's how the droid swarms matches go. Like you, if you get a good alpha strike, it but it can fall apart if you don't like keep up the pressure. Yeah. Um, I'll do my last game quite quickly because your last game was actually very interesting. Yes, it um, was. So 
for anyone who's keeping track, um, my last game should have been the bye. So I was quite happy by yes. the time I beat cool. Sam. Like, sweet, going 5-0, the only one without a bye. Um, unfortunately, some uh, someone dropped. The so that left us with... Zango player who had gone like zero. He was he was like one and three, and his win was Dubai. But um, yeah. So we had four players. So we played a we all played a a fifth round, which meant a bit of a shuffle. And, um, the guy I played against for the for the fifth round was um, Richard again, who was the um, fireball guy. And he's oh. absolutely absolutely lovely and really nice he's to nice play player. against. And um, Unfortunately, I won again. Well, unfortunately for him, fortunately for me. Uh, so, still got my 5-0, and which I was very happy with. Uh, which, of course, netted me the win for the day, and an invite, and a uh, lovely trophy that is adorning my desk as we speak. So, the, the interesting bit was who's getting that second invite? Uh, and I will let Sam tell you about that one. And and so I guess the interesting uh, match comes was me versus the Imperial player again, uh, Jonathan Clack, I believe. Because uh, we'd sort of like when we realised everyone's getting matched up, we'd all sort of like tallied up what, where everyone was at, and we worked out <laughs> if Jonathan beat me, he was definitely through, and if I beat him, it would come down to MIV, and we weren't really sure. Um, how it was going to go. I think he was pretty certain that if I'd won, I'd beat him because his game against these um, Zamgo wasn't a very clean win. Uh, whereas mine was, so my MOV was probably quite good. But we went into it, and I'd lost the last time, and I thought, okay, I lost because I tried to go ham onto Rexler because I thought, ah, kill the defender and then clean up the Inquisitors. And then I was rudely awakened by Magpulse, so I changed my tactics. I decided... Uh, I didn't know if he was going to do the same thing as before, so I decided I'm going to hedge my bets. I'll just go up the side of the board and I'll turn in when I get an opportunity. And he did do the exact same thing, which was essentially rush into the middle of the board and try to move over to me. Uh, and so this time, instead of locking Rexler and letting my locks get picked off by Magpulse Warhands, every single thing I had locked an Inquisitor, because I was going with the, you can't Magpulse them all, and I was going to try and burn through as many ships, uh, uh, burn through one of his ships with as much firepower as possible. Screw saving plasmas for shields, and it worked pretty well. I was able to clean up an Inquisitor, and then the game basically came to a head when I yoloed in a bomber on like one hull, trying to block Rexler. Because I thought he would, he was like he'd come far down the side of the board, and he was due to turn in, and I knew it was either going to be a three bank or a three hull. He barrel rolled um, one way or the other. He either ended up in range one of the bomber and in uh, and in shooting range of the rest of my swarm, behind the bomber and in shooting range of the rest of my swarm, but tokenless. Or he could take a token, probably bump with the bomber, bump with the bomber, bump with the bomber, and just hope to token. Killed a vulture droid, but then the rest of my list piled in the damage, and I was able to kill Rex Lebrough. And then I spent 40 minutes trying to kill a Time Inquisitor and failing abysmally. The game ended with the Time Inquisitor on one hull, and they had about three to four ships left. Uh, but it was a victory. And. I did watch that. You looked like you were trying to throw it as hard as you possibly could. <laughs> no. Uh, we only know violence. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I got. 
So yeah, victory. Uh, and I believe with that, you claimed a successful second place spot. Yes. I wasn't certain up until he said my name, because, like I said, like both I and Jonathan were three and two. And we worked it out, like, I think my victory over him was, like, two points, were, like, better MOV than his victory over me. That's so right. close. Um, but but I, yes. Yeah. So that means that when we go to the final, uh, 50% of the attendees will be tins. Yes. Go tins. Yeah, now I've got to come up with a list to bring. What sort of jank can I bring? It's not, that's not, uh, no. No. You've, you've got you've got a while for that, Sab, and we'll we'll knock some sense into you before then. Physically, if we must. Maybe I should buy a third infiltrator. Right. On that note, we're going to wrap <laughs> it up. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with a slightly more standard episode. That's all from us this week. If you like what you heard, then don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with all our latest releases. We also stream live on Twitch every Tuesday evening, and all of our matches are uploaded to our YouTube channel. Just search for Tin Squadron. And that way you can join us next week as we continue to drag ourselves out of the mines. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thanks for listening. Cheers and Ta-da. gone. The squadron will intervene and stop you buying a third infiltrator. <laughs> Ha <laughs>